listening to Personal Branding with Lynn, a podcast for entrepreneurs and creatives. You are on a mission to create your life's work and legacy, but are struggling to break through the noise to reach your ideal clients. Well, that's where personal branding comes in. I'll help you grow your business using marketing that feels as natural as a conversation. Who am I? I'm Lynn Morton, and I have managed the brands of Fortune 500s, nonprofits, and startups. And now I'm ready to pour all that I've learned over my career into helping you build your personal brand. In fact, we'll work on it together. Let's get started. Hey there, this is Lynn again, and welcome again to Personal Branding with Lynn. I'm Lynn Morton, and we have made it to the second episode. Is this too early to celebrate (laughs) or or what? Two whole episodes. Um, I'm glad that you are back. I'm really excited about um, what we're doing today and and where where we can take this podcast and, and this relationship between you know, you and I, as we try and create really strong personal brands that fuel our creative and entrepreneurial businesses. Well, I just started launching um, across uh, the blogs and social media. So, so just so you know, you can now find me on Instagram at personal branding with Lynn is the is the name on Instagram, the at sign, of course, personal branding with Lynn with one N, L-Y-N. So that's where I'm on Instagram, and I'll be setting up shop on Facebook over the weekend. Also, the same, the same name, personal branding with Lynn. So if you haven't yet, please connect with me there and uh, Follow along because I will be sharing lots more information and teaching at both of those locations. So wherever you tend to hang out, come hang out with me there. All right. Cool beans. Now, you know, I'm looking forward to talking with you about so many of the, the facets that go into personal brands and personal branding. And I've been encouraged by the early feedback from you guys. So I want to thank you for all your support. And and, and now I'm going to ask you to, to talk back to me. I don't know what kinds of questions you have about this topic, comments you have that you might want to share about this topic, but, but please do share. I mean, this experiment will work best when we talk with each other. So again, at personal branding with Lynn or on, on Instagram or on Facebook, or if you want to just shoot me an email, it's hello at Lynn Morton, L-Y-N Morton.com. You shoot me an email if you prefer, or send me, you know, a message on social in, in any event, would love to hear from you. I'm interested in hearing, you know, what, what's, what business you're in, what you're, what you're passionate about, what you're working on these days. And what, if any, challenges you're running into? So that kind of stuff. So shoot me a message if you if you would, and would love to to hear from you. All right. So with that under our belts, we can get started. (music) 
not having these elements should have been a death sentence for her. But she sold it with such brazen confidence that I bought it. Now, I'm going to give you this story. I'm going to tell you this story with a warning. Please don't try this at home. I I, I share it with you for (laughs) illustration, but it really did happen. So for best results, we're going to talk about today the four elements you need to have in a in making and constructing and nurturing your personal brand. There are four elements you ought to have, and we're going to talk about them. But first, I want to tell you about someone. In my role as a PR manager, you know, back in another life, I was leading a project where as part of the project, we needed a good copywriter. We were going to have to churn out a lot of a lot of you know copy and more than we could handle on you know in in house so it you know it fell to me to go out and find and hire a copywriter so along with my normal sourcing i got a referral from a colleague and he said that he'd used this writer before and she was outstanding excellent i thought now we can short circuit the search i, I you know that would be perfect so I'm on the line with the copywriter. I get her on the phone and we're talking and, you know, she's talking about her past work and she's dropping a past client list. It sounds like a who's who of the Washington, D.C. political elite. I mean, she's got great answers for everything. She is just really sharp and, and snappy on her feet. And and if you listen to what she said she's done, it's like amazing. It's too good to be true almost. So as I'm, you know, getting to know her and thinking, okay, this is really great. In the back of my mind, I hear my old army editor, old Zeke Allen, crusty old Zeke Allen. Morton, never trust anything a writer tells you until you read their copy. Good call, Zeke. I still talk to him. So I said, okay, this all sounds great, but do you have a website or some some writing samples I can take a look at? The response that came next left me speechless. So she said, you know, Lynn, it's been so long since someone's asked me for something like that. I don't even have anything like that anymore. Then silence. No apologizing, no bartering. You know, like if someone said something like that, you'd expect them to maybe go, you know, but if you need something, I can try and put something together or I might be able to find something from a way. None of that. You know what? I don't even have any. And she was done. And in my mind, I'm going through, is she really serious? Is this a joke? And I'm waiting for, you know, someone to come running out of the wall like, ah, you know, you've been spoofed. No, but she was dead serious. This is what she was going with. So I said, wait a minute. Are you saying that you don't have any samples of your work anywhere that you can produce? I mean, how do you get your writing writing work? She goes, well, people who know me refer me. Silence again. Like, no, no, no further exp- explaining. And I was like, wait a minute. And they never ask you to document any of your past work? No, not really. And silence again. Well, alrighty then. I guess that's all I need. 
And she was right because I Google searched every combination of her name and her clients and could not find one byline. Now, to say alarms are going off in my head is just an understatement. So I go back to my colleague and said, um, are you, you've seen her work, right? You've worked with her? How do you know her? And he goes, of course, I worked with her. I hired her for a project and she was great. Huh. So guess what? I hired her and she was great. But the caution is this will never, ever happen to you or I. I mean, this, I think if I am presented with a situation like that, 99 out of 100 times, I will say no thank you and walk away, as will most, almost everyone else we run into. Because if you're trying to establish yourself as a personal brand, there are really four pillars you should use. And, and these are the pillars you use to help you cultivate your public persona, create your authority, and start the engagement that will lead to your business growth. Now, I, I give you four, but not having one or two won't be like a death sentence, but but it, think of it as your food groups. You know, my mother's a nutritionist, so, you know, we got hammered with the food groups. You don't have to eat all your vegetables and only vegetables. You might get away with overloading on carbs, but that rarely leads to healthy living or growth. So we have these four elements, and and I, I and I should probably explain something else. These are for your visual identity primarily. Um, I forget the name. I'll, I'll put him in the name of the the coach in the show notes, but he talks about personal branding having three different kinds of identities, a visual identity, a verbal identity, and a value identity. The visual, of course, duh, is the stuff we we will talk about today, the stuff we see and we read and we and we and we connect with visually. The verbal is your messaging. It's you know what you say to someone when you when you meet them and they ask what do you do or who do you help it is the messaging how simple is your messaging on all of your collateral on your website and you know it's all those those are your verbal identities and then your value identity your value identity is more like positioning you know are you going to be um Louis Vuitton or are you going to be Walmart where do you want to play in the marketplace, at the top or at the middle or at the lower end. So that's your value identity because all of these things have to be aligned for you to have your 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 best success, right? So you can't say you are a uh, value identity that is at the top of the um, of the of the market, but show up with your visuals and all of your products looking sloppy and like you, you know, you got it from an eighth grader or your copy can't, you know, won't, can't, if you were going for the top of the line, for instance, references, nothing but sales and coupons and, and, you know, everything must go slashing prices, those kinds of messaging you don't see on top of the line um, on messaging. So all of these have to be aligned for them to work well. But today I'm, going to talk about four elements you need, and these are primary visual-ish, I'll say, okay? And we're going to build from, from the outward in, 
okay? Meaning from where people first see and engage and then and go through the the what we call a funnel. So the first thing you need uh, really for a strong personal brand identity are are really strong storytelling images and video and stories to go along with them. Okay. So what am I talking about? What, what do I mean there? When P when, you know, when most people find you for the first time, if they're on social, for instance, they'll come up upon one of your posts and what do you have in that post that will make them stop and read and want to hang around and connect with you? Research shows us that, you know, a strong storytelling image, images just really sell. Our, our, our brains process information in images much faster than, than, it, than, or than they do in just words. And our brains are also wired to receive stories. So whenever you are really sharing a complex topic, if you can wrap it in a story, that's usually the, the easiest way for people to really understand and grasp it. So storytelling images combined with the storytelling words and or video are the things that you can use to begin to attract your potential customers and begin the relationship. Okay, these are a powerful combination. And wherever you are going to be in your outposts, this is how I think about, you know, where where you first interact with people, you know, out wherever they might be online and, you know, in blogs and wherever. Those are what will grab their attention and pull them in. And then the next thing you need is your social media planning and engagement. That's the second of the elements you need. And the social, you know, this is where you have a strategy of where you will go because you know where your customers hang out and, you know, how often you will engage and what you will say. And you need to have a, a way, a strategy of how you will use this because this, and you have to be consistent with it. So consistency is going to be important. And then the clarity of the message will be important. You know, I used to, I did a podcast when I was talking to photographers, talking about the one mistake that will always work against you. And it was, and it's called randomness. And Lord knows I have been mired in randomness myself a time or two, but randomness is your enemy. Consistency will get you where you need to be. So remember that with the social media. The third is a content marketing strategy. Now I'm not going deep on any of these right now because you know we're this, you know, these are all introductory level, you know, conversations we're having. So we can keep these um, podcasts relatively short. And then I'll go I'm gonna go back and take them one at a time and go deep in individual episodes. So the content marketing strategy is what you use to create your your brand authority. This is where at least once a week you are going to communicate sort of like I'm doing now in this podcast, whether it's in a blog, a podcast, a video, um, whether it's in you know Instagram stories, wherever it is, 
you are going to find some place where you now publish weekly at least or daily if you can but but at regularly is the key and it's going to be regularly on the things for which you are an expert and for and and how you help people now you're going to say oh my goodness what would i talk about well you know i blogged on in when i had my photography business from almost nine years, eight years, I think it was, uh, and, and, and published for the most part, at least once a week. And sometimes more than that, two or three times a week on, you know, on some, some, some weeks and almost, I think 80 to 90% of my topics came from questions. My clients and customers were asking me, and I had this thing, if, if the same person asked, if, if, if I heard the same question from at least two people or two or three people, I made a note of it and said, okay, this will be worked into a post of some kind. Or even if I heard from one and I thought, you know, that's a really good question. I bet other people are thinking that I'm going to answer it for you here and stay tuned this week because this week's podcast is going to be about you. People love that kind of stuff, by the way. And so we, I do, you know, I did this and because you are now answering specific questions and responding to specific um, concerns and issues people have, you know, you're being relevant and you know, you're talking to, to them at the point where they are most interested in learning. And also you are now reinforcing your brand authority. So you want to publish regularly. And then your fourth element is, of course, your website or your platform. I heard Michael Hyatt call it a platform. And it's just your main pub or or the main place for which where where all your content lives. And it and it should be like on a website where you control it. Because as you know with social media they change the rules just just whenever they feel like it. And so one day people might be coming to you seeing your feed on, feed on, on Instagram and tomorrow they might decide we don't want to show it anymore unless you pay us, which is what they did on Facebook for Facebook business pages. Remember in 2012, you could get a whole lot of, of, of organic reach from your Facebook uh, business pages, and then somewhere around there, they decided, nope, and they just turned the faucet off. And if you want to see someone, if you want someone to see what's there, you're going to have to pay for it. And so now on your own website, because you control it, you won't have to worry about someone else governing those kinds of things. So you want a website, and this is where you, you know, you have all of the the important information to move folks through your funnel. You have your value proposition. What, you know, why me? Why, why, you know, what do I offer and who is it for? And why would you buy it? Those kinds of questions you're going to be answering there. You're going to be asking for the sale. You're going to be encouraging uh, them to join your community. All that stuff happens there on your website in, on that real estate that you control. And, and, 
and that is really probably the most basic of all of these four. We expect you to have a website if you are a professional. And I, I know every now and then you hear someone say, oh, I don't have one or I don't use it. But you know that if you go to see a professional and they don't have a website, somewhere in the back of your mind, they go down a notch. Be honest. Be honest. You know that's true. So anyway, these are the four pillars that you will need to have. And 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 it's they're not as complicated or as hard as you might think. I don't know how many of the four you currently have, but we're going to work through them so that you understand how to use each of them and use them so they all work together. Okay? So that's it. The first one is your storytelling images and video and your stories and words. Your second element is your social media planning and engagement. The third is your content marketing strategy. And then the fourth is your website or your platform. You have four pillars. Now, have you seen any of these work for you? And if so, how many? And which ones do you need to work on? Let me know. Wherever you happen to listen to this, drop me a comment or tag me or leave me a note or shoot me an email. I'd love to hear where you are. As a matter of fact, I have, going a little further than that, a public a, 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 a personal branding audit that you can take on my website. Go to lynnmorton.com, L-Y-N-M-O-R-T-O-N dot com forward slash audit a-u-d-i-t okay and then there you will see a personal branding audit and you can go through and it will sort of list out a lot of these elements and you can it will add up your points and tell you exactly where you are and that can be a fun way of checking where you are right now and what you need to work on all right Hey, I'm wondering how many of you are in the New York, New Jersey area. Let me know, too, if you if you can um, shoot me an email or tag me or just let me know who, who how many of you are close by. I'm thinking at some point we should start a meetup. I know at some point I will like to do a Facebook group, but a meetup because I, I like to meet in person. And I, I find that those are the most meaningful. So I'd like to get an idea of how many people would be around and how many people would be interested. So let me know that too, if you will. All right. That is it for this uh, public, I mean, sorry, personal branding. I keep wanting to call it public for some reason, maybe because I do public relations so for so long. Anyway, that's it for personal branding with Lynn. Thank you so much for listening. I hope something here was helpful for you. Let me know and I will talk to you again on Monday. Thanks for joining me for Personal Branding with Lynn. If you took something from today's episode that you plan to put into practice, please let me know and share it with our other listening friends. We'd love to encourage you and support you on your path. Leave a comment wherever you heard this or at Personal Branding with Lynn on Facebook and Instagram. 
Don't forget to subscribe at lynnmorton.com forward slash subscribe and share this episode with another entrepreneur or creative. That's it for now. Let's get together again and continue growing our personal brands. Cheers. Cheers.